nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable comments. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, good morning. Tell me what the lick read. Y'all remember that one? Nah? Go away. Yeah, you said that corny shit. Five star general in the sixth. I think I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna work it out. I'm trying. I'm trying a new one every week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to off the rip, yo. We the hosts that front like we know the most. We talking smack about whoever and whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out my kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem, D, Mook, and Shiz off the rip. Yo, what up, Shiz? What's good, bro? Moop, how we doing? Doing good, sir. How about you? Chilling, bro. Don't call this man sir, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Call Respect this motherfucker gangster, sir. B. Respect right, my, my bad. gangster. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. And, and Reem, I'm sorry before I got interrupted. How we doing? What up? Man? What up? I'm doing good. Doing good. Word, yo. Another episode of off the rip. I forget which number we at. I think this is episode 34. You really gotta figure out. Oh, yeah, Trevor, we could. We can figure that one out too, me and you. Figure out what episode we at. That'd be dope. But here we go. Um, yo, did y'all check out WandaVision? Shit was mm-hmm. tight. Yeah. It, this better, was... Better. What, did y'all, what were y'all initial thoughts? What were y'all expecting going into this episode? Also, to the audience, spoilers for WandaVision um, up to episode five. Yes. And uh, probably other MCU movies. So, sorry. Not sorry. What did y'all think? I thought it was dope. Was this like a full house spinoff, kind of? Well, yeah, I told you they were going through the... Um, yeah, the times. Going through going the times. Through each was... sitcom, each popular sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, and so this one would be the 80s, so was that, yeah, around full house? I thought mm-hmm. full house was the 90s. Yeah, so maybe married with children? Not yeah, married with children. I think, I think it might be... Is it married with children? It might, one's a Wayne show, and the other one is... um. Ted Bundy, I'm, 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 I'm Bundy, I'm fixing. Yeah. Can't remember. What Bundy? You said I'm mixing up serial killers. I'm gonna say Ted Bundy. I was like, I'm mixing up serial killers. I'm mixing up TV shows. Oh, Mary. Oh yeah. So children. it was, it was, it was Full House because Full House started in '87. Uh, okay. Yeah. But 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 the parallel though, because her sister, her older sister is a Mary Kate and um, Ashley. Yeah, right? Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Wanda. Um, her older siblings happen to be the very famous Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. So this is also a pretty funny nod uh, to her real life uh, family and also just what they did by having uh, not just it be the 80s, but also her children are what? I mean, they were aging as that. No, her children are twins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. So you see how they did that? Oh, see, yeah. yeah. See, this is why Dang. we need this is why yeah. I'm glad that Darius is here because I wouldn't have noticed that. Right. Well, I w- it wouldn't have registered to me as clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's very it's very this this series is very meta. Like it's very aware of itself and aware of the audience because a lot that happened this episode are conversations that uh happen with amongst fans and um amongst the internet community and stuff like that. So that's also what's pretty cool is that they're addressing those issues uh, as we talk about it. So, oh yeah, go ahead, Rashawn. No, because I was saying, because there was a segment, uh, D, when they were in the lab, and I think we talked about this a little bit offline where they were comparing like how strong Wanda is. And I'm not like into like the Marvel universe, but like 
they were like, well, Captain Marvel might get her or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So this was so actually really conversation. cool. So we jumped to this is like happening in the middle of the episode. Uh, and I also what I appreciate about this episode is how it was part sitcom, part real world. You know, so it wasn't like we just had to stay one time. So yeah. we had worlds colliding. And so I thought that was dope. So um, middle of this episode, we have our FBI agent, the doctor, and then the sword agent all talking about Wanda and how this is possible. And the conversation that they're having is like, yo, she's never showed this type of power before. How could she be this powerful? And then someone's like, well, she almost took out Thanos. If Thanos didn't uh, say rain fire and have the ships do a blitz, the ships do a blitz and shoot everybody on the ground, including his own army. Uh, and then they talked about Captain Marvel uh, and how Captain Marvel's power level and if Captain Marvel could beat Thanos and all that. And that's dope because that's conversations that happen all the time online. Like I said before, people have pointed out because in the comics, Wanda, her name is Scarlet Witch. In the comics, she's super powerful. She's Magneto's daughter. And so she's one of the most powerful mutants. So she has world reality bending powers. And so what the difference is between the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that the way they depicted her thus far was that she just threw red light like telekinesis. Mm. And she just moved stuff. And she was she was definitely powerful, but she wasn't like like uh, on this scale. On this scale. Like yeah universe ending scale type of power uh, they call that omega level omega level mutant in the comics and so that's what's dope is that they they're recognizing that and so it's kind of like retconning or, or going over the plot holes or covering the plot holes and just saying you know we acknowledge that but this is what we're going with now so just don't even worry about it so i thought that was pretty cool i thought it was uh, dope too that we we start to see like i, I think in the last episode we start to see that Wanda has this power and she's controlling this universe, but still there's like that other entity that we're still trying to figure out. That's also playing a part as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, Most definitely. I thought that was kind of cool. Most definitely. Also, um, before I get to that, one more thing I just remembered about that conversation too, is that when they brought up Captain Marvel, if you didn't notice, Monica had a very adverse reaction or visceral response to them bringing up Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's because Monica was in the movie Captain Marvel, but as Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter. Mm. So Monica's mom is in Captain Marvel. She co-hosts with, with, with uh, Brie Larson and she's the black lady in that. It seems like every Marvel movie, ha- the white dude has to have a black friend <laughs> like Don Cheadle, Anthony Mackie, mm. And now Monica or Maria Rambeau, like it's, it's anyway, that's another conversation. But that's that's what I love too, like the attention to detail and like the director to convey that to like people who are really mm-hmm. into um, the comics and stuff to have that conversation and to have that reaction too. like everything is just like the mm-hmm. attention to detail is is amazing. So so, yeah, what's dope is that in the, the way that Captain Marvel ends is that the, she's a little girl. She's in the 90s. Uh, so she's like 10 at this time and she's looking up to Captain Marvel like oh Captain Marvel's so dope like her and my mom are best friends like Captain Marvel is a great hero and now we know that Captain Marvel has disappeared basically up until Endgame it was the only time she came back to Earth and then she dipped out to space again so she hasn't been on Earth and uh, so she hasn't been interacting with Maria or Monica Rambeau 
And now it seems by her response to what they when they brought up Captain Marvel that she has a, some sort of beef or rift with Captain Marvel. Uh, and I'm excited to see where they take that. I thought that was pretty dope. And again, just the crossing of movies is is insane. Uh, yeah, again, but yeah, that, yeah. What, I was just gonna say that's what stands out to me is how they continue to try and bring things in from um, other Marvel, other Marvel <clears throat> movies. And like we talked about last week, I think that ability just to kind of pull from this movie or or this movie here or this series, I think helps them so much when they when they have a show like this and they can kind of just pull these little details like you're pointing out the. And everybody can kind of connect the dots and really see like, oh, they really did that. Like, oh, it's, you know, like the level, like she was saying, the level of detail, the the thought that's going into it uh, is pretty impressive. And um, just also on top of that, then just the acting to me is phenomenal. I thought Vision's acting in this episode, I thought he stole the, stole the episode um, with him just becoming like aware and yeah. And trying to to figure out what's going on, I thought that I thought he was Paul Bettany is his name. I thought he was doing a pretty good job. Can we talk a little bit about that D um, for like the audience too? Because I, I really yeah, like that sure. situation in the office where he was talking to oh the dude that worked there, yeah. Kumar or uh, <laughs> I'm playing or Norm <laughs> inside joke for if you listen to our earlier pods, we we talk about this guy Kumar, Kumar the goat. Kumar is the goat, but uh, Norm. And he had yeah. that interaction with him. Can you talk a little bit about that? So Sword is is still on the outside trying to communicate with uh, people on the inside. And so what I'm assuming, I don't know yet, but I'm assuming someone sent a message to the computers or a message uh, trying to reach Vision. Yeah. And it worked and it woke Vision up. Uh, and then Vision, when he's waking up, everybody else is like going into this weird trance or cult thing where they're chanting at the same time so vision is like all right i know something's really weird here and so then uh norm who's our office funny guy is trying to talk to vision but clearly something was off of him and so vision uh once he, he wakes up by touching the computer and so he figures he can wake other people up by touching them in the temples so he touches norm in the temples wakes norm up and norm starts freaking out about yeah. his sister and his family and talking about how he he needs her to he needs to be broken out of there and how it hurts whatever's happening to him the mind control that's happening to him it does not feel good so from that vision because of norm is just freaking out so much vision puts him back under the spell so he could calm down and then vision goes home and then he beats wanda uh and is trying to get wanda to admit that she's lying to him and that she's doing something wrong wanda clearly doesn't want to admit that Wanda wants to hold on to whatever's happening, and Wanda has some aspect of control in this situation. But my question is how much control and whether someone else is controlling her and whatever that person wants. And then also in this episode, we have her children. Uh, we show, I think her children are very, very important. Again, twins. She was a twin. Uh, we get that at the end also. And then uh, she can't control them because she tried to make them hush when they were crying and then she couldn't make them hush and then they decide to age up. So they have some sort of weird power where they literally decided to age themselves 10 years. Yeah. And then later on she tells them, don't do it again. Uh, so, and then Agnes or Agatha or yeah, auntie, Agnes. whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. she goes, you know, kids are hard to control or you can never control your kids. And yeah. so that just that way she said that it was like, okay, something's, 
something's up with her. Something's up with her and something's up with these kids. Yeah, I feel and, like there's definitely going to be something. There's going to be a tie-in to her at the end, I feel like. It has to yeah. be something. Like she's Z- always been she's always been strange to me in um in the episode in the sense of it seems like she under kind of understands something is going on, but she's trying to figure it out herself. In my opinion, that's what it feels like for me. Well, yeah, we remember also at the beginning of this episode, she says, Should we start over? Like she like is like in a play and is like, All right, we need to do another take. Like yeah. Wanda, can we do another take? And Vision's like, yo, what the what the heck is going on? Yeah. And um, also the the vision brought up a pretty important point too when he was talking to Wanda where he was just like where are the other kids in the yeah, community yeah so it's just like MD we had this conversation like are are they potentially after her kids or whoever is controlling this are they potentially after her kids and I noticed that like before in past episodes they were concealing like their their superpowers and stuff. But the fact that they're doing it in front of Agnes yeah. is a little weird as well, too. Yeah. And then also in this episode, we get Wanda. She comes out and confronts Sword um, in the FBI. Or what we think. is I don't know if that's Wanda. But we get somebody come out and confront the FBI and Sword and tell them, yo, stop messing with me or else. And then she goes back in. So Wanda is somewhat conscious. But then at the end, the craziest thing that happened, I know we're close to time, we might go a little bit over, but we get a cameo appearance from Evan Peters as Quicksilver or as Pietro Maximoff. And why that is so crazy is because so many different things. For the story reason, in the story or in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, again, Wanda was a twin with her brother Pietro Maximoff. They showed up in Avengers Ultron. Pietro, his comic name is Quicksilver. His superpower is running super fast. In Age of Ultron, spoilers for Ultron, Pietro sacrifices himself so that Hawkeye and the rest of the Avengers can live. And he's he's shot to death. He's killed and, and he's he's been dead. And in this story, we see the kids start begging Wanda to bring back their dog that died and saying you can bring people back from the dead and Wanda's like I can't bring people back from the dead and clearly that's a parallel to her wanting to bring back I you would think it was a parallel to her wanting to bring back vision but it was also talking about her brother and so that's also cool it's like talk about two people at once and then um but the person who played Quicksilver in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a different actor that that showed up in the show so Aaron Taylor Johnson was the original Quicksilver in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because this is comic books and comics have different rights, when that was happening, Fox and um, the X-Men were having their own franchise. And because Quicksilver is an Avenger and an X-Men in the comics, both movie studios get to use the character. So there's two Quicksilvers happening at the same time, but in different universes. So on the X-Men... The, uh, the Quicksilver, his name is, Ev, um, he was portrayed by Evan Peters. And Evan Peters in that movie, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, has a really dope Quicksilver scene. You should look it up. It's like time stopped in a bottle. Uh, there's a really, it's a fun scene. But anyways, so the fact that they took the Quicksilver from X-Men and then put him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because also, again, behind the scenes, Marvel has just recently bought X-Men. 
So Marvel has all the rights back to X-Men. So now they're trying to incorporate how they could put Wolverine, you know, Cyclops, Professor X, all those characters into the same world as the Avengers and so on and so forth. And so this is like kind of starting the beginning of it. Or we're getting a hint at it by bringing this Pietro from Fox over to this Pietro at Marvel. And it's really funny again because they did it with the meta, the meta wink at you because then Darcy, it zooms out and Darcy says, oh, she recast Pietro. So that's also pretty dope for many different reasons. So what do you think uh, on a scale of one to seven, fellas, that the episode? I know that was more, that was more so of like a, our, our highlights of the episode than a review of the episode. Yeah. But oh, this is Kareem and Kareem and scale. Scale of seven. Scale. Just scale. Um, I'm a I'm seven out of seven. Seven out of seven. I'm gonna go. I'm, go, sorry, ahead, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead I'm right. gonna go. I'm gonna go four point five out of seven. Yeah, I was gonna go around that area. I'm gonna go five out of seven because I think it wasn't because I feel like this last episode was so good. I feel like it was hard to to compete with that. So I guess I had like a high stand for it. I thought it was a very good episode. Actually, I'll go up to six. I think it was a very good episode, but it was just like the bar was set so high for that last episode that I feel like it didn't match it. I thought it was a good episode, but it didn't draw me in as much as the last episode did. Maybe because the last episode had all the parallels where it's like everything from the first three episodes drew into the fourth episode. And it was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like, you know, that kind of um, feeling for me on uh, episode four. Um, I'm going I'm to go, go five out of seven now. Um, because to Kareem's point that he mentioned last last week, it's just the time. Like thirty minute TV shows is such a good show, and it's like it it always builds off of the other episode. And I'm just always want more. And I feel like moving forward, I might have to miss a week just so that I can have like an hour of like back to back episodes to build off of. We just not we just not gonna we just not gonna talk about this for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right right in the middle, so I'm like a five point five. Word. I think I'm a seven because that that cameo really threw me off at the end. When I was like, I, I was not expecting that at all. But I understand if you're not privy or hip to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and in Fox movies and all the contracts and the, the rights and the licensures behind that, how that wouldn't really mean much. The, I know we could say this for next episode. Um, Cause I know we got to move on. Um, but you said that when Wanda came out of the, uh, whatever that reality was, you said you weren't sure if that was her. And I, I just wanted to ask you why, but I, I feel like we would get into like another 10 minute conversation but yeah no i just question everything when when reality is being messed with i just question everything i see and whether whether it's like clearly some sort of magic is happening and if someone's controlling wanda and would wanda really go and steal that stuff or would she put those people's lives at risk and like so what happened to her that she got to that point that's all i'm wondering speaking of power and control kareem Speaking of power and control, Amazon, former Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is stepping down from his position. 
and he is moving to a position as an executive chair. What do y'all think of this? React. Well, my first original reaction was I was kind of worried when he did that because usually when you see somebody make an abrupt move without any you know possible um, reasons behind it, it seems like there's possibly a scandal or something like that coming out. So that's what I was at first thinking. Cause you know, like, you know, when people step down a position of power, you know, a few months later, something crazy comes out that they were doing X, Y, and Z or, you know, whatever. Yeah, they were racist or something. Exactly. Like it was like, <laughs> it was, it was forced upon him. Like, yeah, you probably should step down before this really comes out. So yeah. that was my first um, um, reaction to it. But after um, I was talking to one of my coworkers and he was saying that apparently uh, Bezos was just kind of, he just kind of wanted to step away and, you know, really collect himself and not be as much involved with the business, but obviously still have his hand in the business. Yeah, we have here that Jeff Bezos' net worth is $200 billion plus dollars uh, sourced by CNN. So if I had $200 billion, I don't think I'd want to work anymore either. I would have stopped working a long Yo, the time fact, ago. The <laughs> fact that he could divorce his wife, bro, and she just becomes like an instant like billionaire. Second richest woman <laughs> in the world or something like that. It, something yes. crazy like that. Like you just know you have mad loot, but um, I don't know. It wasn't. It, there was like a lot of like privacy stuff going on too, right? Like with a lot of people had to like go up against the like. Sen- I don't. Know, I'm probably just talking out of my ass, but <clears throat> I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's just kind of weird that he stepped down. But maybe he just he has other passions like. He doesn't have to be in the limelight. He doesn't have to, you know, Do you think be the face oh, of Amazon. I was going to say in the article, he talks about like as the, the CEO, um, you know, his day constantly revolves around Amazon and it doesn't leave much time for him to do anything else. Um, and so he mentioned that being a, a major reason, like Mook had said, uh, why he wanted to step down just because he wants to be able to do more things. I don't know that being the executive chair on the Amazon board will really allow for that, but I also don't know what that position looks like, but maybe it's just a little less day to day as opposed to the CEO of a, of a company like Amazon. But from that perspective, like I can understand and appreciate that. Like the man has made a lot of money. He wants to be able to spend that money and do some things that he enjoys. So I, I can respect and appreciate that. But my also my initial thought is like, this is, a little shady because of all the Amazon talks in the media right now about the workers trying to get a union and not having safe workspaces, the the pay that they're getting, um, just kind of like the way that Amazon's really taken over uh, over the past you know year with with quarantine and everything. And so during the time the time frame just seems a, a little interesting, but. I shouldn't assume the worst, but it just makes you start to think about some some crazy stuff, yeah. you know. And look at look at um like Elon Musk, like the whole space race thing. I think that was one of the reasons why um Jeff stepped down as well to focus on, you know, how can I put or donate money towards creating my own space agency or sending people to Mars. So I guess when you got two hundred billion dollars, you could essentially do whatever the fuck you want to do you know that's a good point too because i think you know obviously the is kind of like the big story of how jeff bezos started amazon but he also has a lot of other companies and foundations that he's doing now so i wonder if he's trying to move on from amazon to then build up another foundation like he did amazon and 
and be able to say, Hey, I, I made this and this is the biggest thing in the world. And now I'm going to do this. And this is going to be even bigger. You know, according to CBS news, uh, Jeff Bezos wanted to focus on other ventures, uh, something like the climate fund. And yeah, like you guys said, the space flight company. I forgot that, that he you know bought that Washington makes me Post, think of uh, right? huh? I forgot that he he bought he owns the Washington Post. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. What okay. can't this man own at this point? Uh, I was gonna say the dude's Bruce Wayne, bro. Like at this point, he just handed over the company to Lucius Fox. Quick question: Do you think you can get sick of all that money? <laughs> no. Depends. Depends no. what kind of person you are. That's that's an interesting. That's a great question, Mook. Like, because like if you think about like think about if you have the ability to buy anything you want. What brings you happiness at this point? I can think of a couple things. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, we can't say it because we've never had that kind of money. Can money really bring you happiness? That's my question. That's my main question. A lot easier. Well, it's, it's kind of a simple question. Money doesn't bring you happiness, but the things that you get or you can do with money is what brings you happiness. Exactly. Like the money itself doesn't bring you happiness, but being able to take your family on a vacation and have quality time and not have to worry about taking PTO or going back to work, that will bring you happiness, right? right? Like being able to pay off your parents' mortgages and debt and stuff. You know, the money doesn't bring you happiness, but what the money does brings you the happiness. Like, can I ask you a question? Could you possibly be happier being poor then you could be being you know having all the money in the world this is an interesting one there have been studies done on this and um just like off the top of my head the general studies would suggest that people with less money are typically more happy than people with more money in in a general sense i don't know the specifics of the studies but in a general sense if you have less money you're typically more happy because you're a little more appreciative of things um and I think the saying, you know, more money, more problems. When you have more money, there is more stressors that come with that. Sorry to throw us, sorry to throw us off on a off off uh, on a little tangent, but I was just always curious. <laughs> nah, that's what we that. do, baby. It's off the rip. It's off the rip. Nah, Mook, that uh, shit. I was, I had a dream yesterday that I hit the fucking lottery, and I just know, that I, <laughs> Edgar, you might have to edit this this out, but shit, I put in my fucking. <laughs> Resignation letter, like, yo, <laughs> that bring a whole lot of happiness for me. <laughs> Shit. That's a whole other thing. Me and Marissa have talked about that a few times. Uh, if if we won the lottery, kind of what, what we would do. Um, yeah, that might have to be a whole other conversation. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, would you, the lottery? Uh, I would, would I would I would I would break y'all off some bread off rip so y'all had to ask me for shit. And then <laughs> and then I probably would finish the year out after that. I'm shutting off my phone. I'm changing. I'm legally changing my name. <laughs> and it's a wrap. Man, so whenever y'all go to like a different country, like Mexico or some shit. Oh, shoot. Your mo- what? Does your money, can your money travel with you, though? Yeah, you get it in a lump. You can either get it. Um, There's two ways you can get uh, lottery money, right? Like in a lump, lump sum. Or residual. Or you've been listening to Drake songs. Or... um. <laughs> Get it lump sum and residual. Yeah, you can either go to you know Mexico, like um, what's his name? Pablo Escobar. No, who's it? Uh, like Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes. Oh, He's probably in Mexico right now. Mm-hmm. Probably going under some underground tunnels. Uh, who wants to who wants to start this story off? Reem. So to this, yeah. So I saw this earlier this week, and this just kind of. It, it, it irks me the wrong way. But so a report came out that 
Um, prosecutors don't, or at the time of this report, uh, which is earlier this week, Tuesday or Wednesday, something, prosecutors didn't know where Kyle Rittenhouse was. Reportedly, the address that was listed on his bail. So when he, he made bail, he had to submit. And who is Kyle Rittenhouse? What is he infamous uh, for? The Kenosha <sighs> shooter. Mm-hmm. 17 um, years old. 17 year old uh, charged with shooting two, two men uh, during the, the riots. So when he, w- when he posted bail, um, he had to document or his lawyer had to document where he was going to be because he was under house arrest or had to stay within a certain area. And reportedly, the lawyer has come out and said that they put a false address on there because they were worried about people finding that address and trying to cause harm to Kyle uh, or his family. So they gave a false address. And now that they are looking for him again, uh, they do not know where he, wa- where he is. And again, this was earlier in the week. Maybe there have been some updates. I haven't seen anything yet. But you know, at that time, he, they didn't know where he was. Uh, and to me, that, that's frustrating as hell. Because this So man if they were worried charged... where he was, why would, why would they not just keep him in jail? Well, that's the thing is that he he posted bail because he wasn't deemed as a flight risk because of his age. So he was going to live with his mother and was supposed to be staying there. So the yeah. fact that this even happened says that there's something up there where they really didn't think, oh, is he capable of, of being a flight risk? Is he capable of leaving? And this is he pleaded not guilty to two counts of first degree homicide. Mm-hmm. And they were worried about people trying to hurt him. Not the people that he already hurt. Yeah, this is absolutely infuriating. Kareem, um, just great use of our tax dollars, right? Another prime example of our justice system, you know, being perfect for a certain population of people. Yo, there was a GoFundMe account for dude, right? To yep. post bail? Yep. $2 That's why I said he's in Mexico. Someone probably scooped him up and took him down there. He's chilling now. But my serious question is, if they really were worried about people finding where he was, couldn't they have put him on a form of witness protection or something like that, where they know exactly where he was and they don't have to post where he's located? If yeah, that was the case, I'm, I'm guessing this is because it's Rittenhouse's private lawyer, not the mm. government. Oh, okay. Why not put that bitch on a GPS tracker? Well, this, like is, this, is, the crazy, this yeah. is the crazy thing, too, is that he was put out, he was free on a $2 million bond, first of all, which blows my mind. But I guess that goes with the GoFundMe page that people got. People raised also, money for this little shit. Right. But re, uh, around January, he was at a pub with his mother um, at a bar. He's, he, he's, he's, 17, he's 17. He's 18, 17. 18. He was 17 at the time. Yeah. He's 17 at the time? And he's yeah. at a bar with his mother just drinking like like nothing's wrong. Like he's not out on bail. Like he's not supposed to be at the house. And, like he and kill people. Like th- this, this stuff blows my mind that this is happening. And it's just like, oh, like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that, that's happening. It's not a big deal. Like what, what, what is really happening right now where he is allowed to walk free with everything else going on and nobody seems to really be bothered by this at all. Man, it's the same shit that got George Zimmerman still out here in these streets. It's the same shit that got Donald Trump elected. It's the same shit that is the reason why he can stay elected after saying shit like grabbing by the pussy and all that stuff. Making fun of people with... It's the same reason why they stormed the Capitol. 
fucking white. Same reason why Breonna Taylor's killers aren't being arrested, why George Floyd's killers aren't being arrested, while Trey, um, you know, we could the list goes on to all these innocent people, you know, getting killed by you know the justice system that protects them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. well, Black History Month, huh? Exactly. Quite the start. Quite the start. Oh, do we do we bring a um do, think, do we all have somebody in mind? Forgot about that. You say what? Do we have somebody in mind for the Black History Month? Um someone we wanted to highlight. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. Mm. Pre pro. There was a so yes, yes, we for, we all forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I didn't think well <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, on my Instagram, if uh yeah, shout out to my for highlighting, yeah. Every uh I've I've that. been doing a little I wouldn't even say it's a challenge uh, per se. It's just something I decided that I was going to do myself. Well, each day I'm just going to highlight, you know, a uh, person in black history in general that I feel like needs to be highlighted. I've done, you know, um, Allen Iverson and John Thompson. One day I did Tupac and Queen Latifah. Uh, today I did the um, Central Park Five. Um, I did Master P the other day. So it's just people that, you know, generally might not be talked about in, you know, I want to, yeah, but they need their they need their credit for what they've done. Facts. Shout out to uh, I'll, I'll highlight somebody right now. D. Uh, shout out to uh, NASA physicist Valerie Thomas. She was uh, someone who invented 3D movies. Yeah, I think Kiki posted that. I saw it on Kiki's um Facebook. If I'm not mistaken. You gonna blow up Shiz's spot right here on the end? Yo, why you gonna blow up? Yo, plagiarizing yo. from his little sister. <laughs> well, he shouted yo, somebody shout, else. I'm yo, giving him. Shout, shout out to Kiki and uh, Chance the Rapper because I, I got that off of Chance the Rapper's uh, Insta story, and he's doing the same thing that Mook's doing. You know, posting so you know Mook be plagiarizing Chance. Yeah, I didn't even know Chance was my own follower. But shout out to Chance for you know copying my idea. <laughs> he, he copied my whole flow, word for word, bar for bar. Yeah. Chance, Chance, Chance. How in the world from a kid to kid from the world? <laughs> Man, so speaking of black men, black kings, mm-hmm. one of our black kings in the NFL has spoken. What has he said? And who who said it? Was it? What's his name? Martellus Bennett? Martellus Bennett. Super Bowl champion? He won a Super Bowl with the Pats, right? Yeah. Does he have two? Was he on the Pats? He wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was 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 out of the Atlanta Atlanta Falcon. Yeah, Yeah, because Gronk was out that year. I feel like he was here for two, though. I could be wrong, though. But what did he talk about, though? He talked about some of the ugly truths or behind the scenes of the NFL. I like this, but uh, it, it was interesting. It's not necessarily like shocking, like, oh, this is unheard of, but it does, again, bring some light to to the NFL life and, and what it's like. Um, you know, he talked about quite a few things. He talked about some players, you know, uh, acting very differently depending on, you know, when they're in front of the spotlight versus, you know, in the locker rooms. He talked about coaches and, and how selfish coaches can be. Uh, which is definitely something I can see given how the coaching system works in the NFL, the way that some of these coaches have gotten their jobs as opposed to other coaches seem to get overlooked constantly. Um, And just discussing how, you know, a lot of these coaches, you know, are doing whatever they can to get their job. They're playing certain players. They're calling certain plays to make themselves look good so that they can keep their job. And they're not always having the team best interest at heart 
or the player's best interest at heart. And I think that's what he seemed to try and get at is that not all of these players and not all of these coaches are really good people. Um, I think he uses like like you might think or like you might believe. That makes me think of the Richie Incognito uh, situation. Who was the other player? Uh, he played for – was it Gary? I want to say he plays for the Cowboys now. Something Martin. Zach Martin, I want to say. Okay. Well, I want to say Martin was something different. I know I know. Jonathan? About Jonathan? Jay. Was it Jonathan? But I'm a, I'm a that, that just makes me think of that situation in, in amongst other things. Uh, aside from the domestic violence, because mm. we know that runs rampant. And as we've seen, we talked about that last week. Domestic violence clearly has a, a mainstay in the NFL, unfortunately. Uh, but this just goes to the conversation I think me and Mook were having about how you just need to be in a certain mind state or um, you, 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 your brain or the quote right here that Martellus Bennett says is to really play the game of football. You need to have some fucked up wiring in your head. It's chaotic. And he also says training camp is brainwashing camp. So like, yeah, you got to get to a certain level of, I don't know, savage, I guess is the word to, to be able to, to play at that level. Yeah. And yeah. I think Green was a, talking about some like impact per- on that. Right. And I think Reem was talking about like preventative measures and stuff like having like people come in and like, you know, really because there's, there's guys who come from certain environments that, you know, in a lot of ways, this is their way out of certain things that they came from. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just crazy because we see this all the time. Like, I mean, CTE being a thing, we this is you know what I mean? So it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a crazy person to, to play football, especially even at the collegiate level. Um, but professionally, you one, you have to dedicate your life to it because it's such a rigorous sport. But, you know, mentally, as Martellus is kind of trying to explain, like it, it's something where you really have to put yourself at risk every play, you know, to be able to do it. You make a lot of money for it, but it has its payoffs or, or its trade-offs rather. Um, and it, it's crazy to think that, we still see all these different stories and reports about players uh, either not taking care of themselves, not being able to support themselves after their careers, you know, what retirement is like, not having enough Mm -hmm. money, you know, the mental health side of it, which has just been, I feel like terrible over the past few years, as we've seen a lot of different stories of players that are dealing with mental health. So it's a crazy thing that again, you don't really know that I don't really know, but people don't know because they don't go through the daily day. Uh, but to have Martellus talk about it is, is interesting again. It's kind and of like all, doing a tour, like in yeah. like in war, like you know what I'm saying. Like Martellus talked about, you know, integrating back into everyday society after you know a career in the NFL continues to be like a day to day struggle, um, and like the PTSD that he deals with. So there needs to be like preventative measures that need to be in place for guys. But you know, NFL owners, I think, just don't give a shit. You know, yeah, and. I remember um, hearing the story about Junior Seau, you know, what after his career was like and how it eventually led to him taking his own life just because of the the brain injuries he had that, you know, it was hard for him to function on an everyday basis. And it eventually, you know, caused him to, um, you know, drive over, uh, I believe it was a cliff, and um, take his own life just because of how rigorous, so, you know. Junior Seau? Yeah, Junior Seau. Took a shotgun to the chest. I thought he drove. No, he, oh, he drove over a cliff to sh- attempt to kill himself. But then he ended up killing himself. Um, in uh, 
in that gunshot wound. I confused the two stories. He shot but, himself in the chest. What a yeah, shot to preserve to preserve his uh, brain to get tested. And then the way that they treated his the way they treated his family afterwards was ridiculous too. They weren't letting her his daughter speak at certain events uh, because they didn't want her to highlight the CTE and stuff like that. They wanted to keep that on the low. But same thing they try to do with um, Aaron Hernandez too. Yeah, I mean his his situation is completely different. But when they did test his brain and found out how advanced uh, the CTE in his brain was, you know, you saw how how maybe that affected his judgment on certain things and caused him to do certain things, but. Yeah. When it goes back to the, the league is very powerful and leagues are very powerful. You know, the NFL has a lot of power over its players. Obviously we've seen that in, in the NBA very recently, actually, you know, initially we didn't think there was going to be an all-star game. They were still going through voting and everything, but just recently, uh, you know, the league has come out and said that they're going to have the all-star game in Atlanta. And I don't know what, what we think very, about this news. Like, shit, Reem. <laughs> very well done. Good yeah, shit, Reem. That was an uh, incredible transition. But Atlanta? Atlanta? Yo, Atlanta. yo. Speaking of. Idea. Who told uh, me offline that he was rip. going, though? <laughs> Hello. Are we getting Speaking of uh, Atlanta, you know, over the, the, the last few days, you know, I came famous for, you know, a slight time. You know, I'm waiting on my blue check to come on Instagram. Um, I contacted a, a, a young lady from a show that we we uh, are very frequently talking about on our set on uh, the Off The Rip podcast. If anybody's familiar with the TV show Power. Um, well, it's Ghost a, now, Ghost. Oh, Ghost, Power Book Power Book, Book Ghost. Book yeah, <laughs> uh, I had a, a response from uh, the character, uh, I'm, what's her name, Alexis, something like that? Alex? Alex. Alex with an I? You know yeah. Alex with an Alex, I? Alex with an I. Alex Where's the I? I? <laughs> Where? A- A-L-I-X. Yeah, learn how to spell. Okay, that's my fault. She had posted on her Instagram, you know, what's the word for Super Bowl Sunday? So me being a troll, you know, I decided to reply by saying, it's COVID, B. There ain't no moves. LOL. You know, just, you know, Throwing a little reply. That's all to you it. said. That's all I said. I can right. show you the. I can show you the receipts. Too. You my man, so I'm gonna stick with you, bro. Whatever story you told Dahlia, I'm with that. <laughs> so she replied, "I'm in Atlanta, and I beg to differ." So you know, my blue check is on its way. So I'll remember all you guys when I become famous. Yeah, like you said, we got to get her on the show, but maybe we should stop talking so much shit about the show she's on first. Oh, we really enjoy it now. She might. She might have. <laughs> She might have entered the. Oh, she's you know, the best character on the show. Are you oh, Team Effie? Lie. That's Effie, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, Effie. Team, I'm Team, team Effie, Effie now. I'm oh, okay. Team Effie, now. team Effie all the way. But Diana to... can kick rocks. Lauren, right, Lauren, right, 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 back right. up. All right, all right, all right. We're not gonna talk about Lauren. Right? We're not gonna talk about Diana like that. <laughs> we'll save that for another day. But so, what are your what are your thoughts on the you know the All Star Game being in Atlanta? It's dangerous, bro. Very dangerous, I mean, man. Thought Lemon Pepper Lou was bad. <laughs> Yo, Magic City. How much money? Do Magic, Magic City, City PG. Yo, there might be a migration. There might be a migration of your favorite IG models. Yo, down. can you honestly? Yeah. No bullshit. Can you? Can is is Everybody. Magic City on the stock market? Because <laughs> I invest in that. Yo, I'll do a trade option on that bitch for All Star Week. <laughs> now you, now you thinking. Now you thinking. right. 
like this is the next thing. That's like GameStop. But yeah, no, that's crazy because LeBron said something, right? Did did he comment on that? LeBron said yeah. that he he does not want to play. He'll go down there, but he'll be mentally checked out and physically checked out. He does not think it's a good idea, especially because they were promised that there wasn't going to be an all-star game and that they would have a break after playing a short, after playing a condensed season after the bubble last year and then turning around and running again, playing a season this time, this year. So they've been going and going and going, especially think about the Lakers and their championship run. They haven't had much of a break. So I can see definitely why LeBron would be upset especially if that is promised, if that was what was promised at first. And Braun's comments are interesting because, you know, he's one of the faces of the NBA. So when he says something like that, one, you, you know, it's, it's, he's the, sure, he's the face. Oh, he's, he, it's, it's, they, there's multiple faces now, come on. But <laughs> there, but when he says something like that, it's calculated, it's thought out. So when he's trying to say that, he's trying to get attention. He's trying to make this a point that the NBA said this, to the players association and the players agreed on this. And now this is being changed. That's what I took from, from listening to the, the interview and reading it is that he thought one thing and the players thought one thing going into the season and the NBA changed it up. And I think it, it goes back to the NBA being, you know, real, not shady, but you know, they need to make money. They did the bubble and the bubble was great. They really thought about and took care of their players for the bubble and made sure it was a safe environment going back. And they started this season and started it late, but had a condensed season to try and take care of the players and be safe. But now I think you're seeing, oh, we're not making as much money as we would like to because not all the stadiums are open. So how can we make some more money? Let's let's start the all-star game again. Let's just do it and we can make some easy not just you know, make more money, but recu- recuperate money too. Like because they, they lost, they lost yeah. a yeah. lot more money than they gained last yeah. year by doing everything that they had to do just to finish the season. Yeah. But to prove yeah. a point, what would it look like if LeBron was just like, I'm not going? Well, it's interesting because they if they're gonna do the um the what is it, the draft again, right? Like LeBron is the leading vote getter in the West right now. I don't know if you can be a captain twice, but or yeah, what's gonna be the rules for that? He, like they were kind of mentioning like he has times. to be the captain. Well, no, He's but, been three, but two, yeah, but but he was saying so last year was the first year they did that draft system, right? And no, so they were done second year. years now. Second year. Yeah, because it did with him and yeah, him and Giannis did it twice. That I get. Um, yeah, last year was it the before? second year? Yeah, yeah, so Steph, last year. I thought him and Steph did it first, and I then him so. and Giannis. I don't think so. I think last year he was a captain, but I don't know. Yeah, because Steph, because that's why Giannis took Steph in. Oh well, sorry. So I'm thinking of the the rule changes to the All Star game. That's my fault. You guys are right. You guys are right. I'm thinking of the actual rule changes to the game. Mm. Um, How every quarter it starts over. Or, yeah, like the, the and then every quarter you donate stuff. to a charity or whoever wins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I don't know what what that's gonna look like, but yeah, if he says I'm not gonna be there, I mean I don't know if he can do that, but it, it would it'd be interesting to see what what the response would be. From I mean, the he NBA, basically said he's players. not gonna be there by saying he's not gonna be there mentally, or like he just basically said I'm not gonna try. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, what if he just did not like go at all? Go at all. That's what I'm saying. Like that would get fined, and that's that. Well, and, and then he bad. But but then that works out for him because it's just like fuck it. Like I'll donate my vine to a charity, or you know what I'm saying. Like, but he's well, wait, taking. I, but he's taking a stand though. Yeah, and I think I, th- I won't be surprised if a lot of players take that same stand and not go. Well, De'Aaron, you know, Fox, I feel like there's a lot De'Aaron of nasty Fox NBA players that are like, yeah, I'm 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 
to Atlanta for yeah the Clippers, but outside of that, <laughs> they don't need the All Star. They don't need the All Star game for that, Rashawn. That's true. That's very but true. But De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings said that, and this is interesting because he's someone who probably this would be what his maybe one of the first times he makes yeah makes it would be his first game. It'd be his first. It'd be his first, and you know how hard it is to to make an All Star game as a guard, especially especially in the in West. The West. <laughs> So he's like, yo, this is a stupid idea. I don't know why they're making this play. Mm. So you get two different – you get the younger, and then you get LeBron with the older guard. And so if they're both on the same page, and it's like who's not on the same page? And it seems like the NBA had to talk with the NBA Players Association, right, to get yeah. this down. So Chris Paul, who's the president of the NBA Players Association, has to have some sort of say in it. Yeah. So I'm wondering just what, 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 what was said in that room and what deals were made and what's, how is it going to be compensated? Cause I find it hard to believe that Chris Paul would just agree to that. We need to make money to pay your contracts. That's, you know, basically what was said and what they probably told the players, you know, whether that's true or not is something different. Mm-hmm. But I imagine, I just think, I don't think it's a good look for the NBA who has been seen as this social justice, you know, warrior league where they're always about their players. They're doing the right things. They they look right in the media. And then this comes out where reportedly they said one thing in negotiations and then they're changing their mind halfway through the season. That's, that's not a good look for, for the league and what they've been able to do up to this point. Yeah, not at all. Maybe they have like a, some sort of like pod in place for them. Kind of like, yeah, but why would they go to Atlanta then? That's like, that's right. it's like it's exactly. double messed up. It's like you're choosing, you're making us play one, and then you're also sending us to a place that has had 770,000 confirmed cases, 13,324 confirmed deaths, 51,732 hospitalizations. So, how is that safe? One right. of my boys is, is, is lives in Atlanta right now, um, and he says like you wouldn't know that COVID's a thing there. He he works at a bar, and he's the only person that wears a mask there. Nobody is wearing masks right now. It's like you wouldn't realize that you're in a pandemic if you just were dropped in Atlanta right now. And so I don't I don't know what the rationale is for picking that city. I don't know if that was what was already planned for this year. Was it supposed to be in Atlanta? I imagine they planned this stuff out years and years in advance, but. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't think it was supposed to be in Atlanta. I don't think no? so. I think it was supposed to be in Charlotte this year. Really? If I'm not mistaken, because Charlotte was supposed to have it a few years ago or something like that. And then I thought it got put. I could be wrong, though. Charlotte? No, J. Cole just went in Charlotte. Okay, yeah. So I know there was there was a, a location. It might have actually been Atlanta, to be honest with you. I Yo, what's up with the G League? Are they are they in? Um... They just, they're starting soon. So the, the these motherfuckers just been playing scrimmages for this long, like yeah, <laughs> what's going on? A lot of them because they extended, they expanded the um, NBA rosters too. Because you know a lot of guys will do the the two way uh, call ups, yeah, the two way contracts. Yeah. So I know a lot of guys they had expanded NBA rosters so that they'd have those G League guys. But I want to say because I actually saw a post on um on uh, Instagram because mm-hmm. they were talking about um that they were in training camp. Mm-hmm. So I guess, um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Asia Wilson plays for the Las Vegas. Um, what's the, the aces. Yeah. I'll give her buckets. Um, she posted, <laughs> she posted on her Instagram. Cause I guess she dates a guy that plays in the G league and she was posting cause he was in training camp. So 
that's how I found out that they're supposed to be playing soon. Yeah, I, um, Jalen Adams, he was um, Roxbury. Would you call him a Roxbury legend? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, he w- played at four years at UConn, yep. and um, did he get drafted in the second round? No, he went undrafted, but he did sign um, a deal with the Pelicans. Okay, because I um I saw in his story that he was in Orlando because I think he just signed with a G League team, but I think he did some time in France. Yeah, but it's just like, and I, we had a conversation about this last week too. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like you can make so much money, so much more money overseas if you're just not like that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus playing in the G League for like what forty thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, depending on who you are. But I I do agree with that. But hey, if if your ultimate goal is to get into the NBA and that's the 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 option you think is suits you best, I mean, go for it. Right. And to give an answer to that question, the All Star Game was supposed to be in Indianapolis this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. More the reason why this does not make, that make sense. crazy, yeah. They, well, they let, I they, think also though, but you have to remember they probably couldn't do it in Indianapolis this year because the NCAA tournament starts next month. And that's still happening. Yeah, everybody's in Indianapolis. Like they're bringing all sixty. What is it? Sixty-eight now. I want to say NCAA tournament teams. To really, they're having the NCAA. Tur- everything will be in Indianapolis. I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but I want to say they're doing. Most of it in um, what's the what's the uh, um, football field that they would do it in? Um, Lucas Oil Stadium. I guess that's supposed to be where the championship is, and I think they're doing like neighboring towns and stuff to do the to do the uh, all the other preliminary games and stuff. So they're they're set on that. So maybe that was one of the reasons why the NBA decided to move it. But I mean, they probably could have picked a better location. Like Utah or wait, what? you said Utah's the first <laughs> the first place that came to your mind. I'm thinking of low population. I'm thinking of low populations. Yeah. I'm trying to think of low population okay, cities. Okay, I'm sorry. My hey, initial thought is the most racist NBA, you know, city <laughs> in Utah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of low population places. So okay, that was enough, I don't know enough. why Utah. That, I probably should have thought <laughs> of a, another Utah. place better than that. Yeah. Hey, yo, uh, I just want to backtrack real quick before we move forward. Um, apparently, uh, G League players get paid seventy, uh, $77,000, uh, and that's like the minimum salary. So I'm rethinking my, my career oh, choice now. That's a two-way. Slow down there. Two-way. Sorry. Okay. Two-way. 77. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two-way. You, make, you making a two-way contract, my guy? Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, so that's I'm, 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 team, I'm, I'm about to be I'm about to be in the G League, baby. Yeah. You you making um this East Boston? I mean, you you making the Boston uh sport? What is it? BSCC, BSSC, BS BSSC. Yeah, BSSC. Thank you, thank you. Boston Social Sports Club. Are you the, are you even gonna make our trials this year, Shiz? Like Whoa. we getting ready, bro. We, we we might have to look for some new Whoa. squad members for, for our viewers listening. You know. In. Uh, Kareem, uh, you Kareem in shape has, right now? Kareem, Kareem has he just can't come to the top. Oh, hey, yo, what? Let me just let me finish. Let me get. I to say it. he can't come. That's all I heard. Oh, I say he just he just can't come <laughs> to terms that I'm that guy. I'm about that when it comes to the basketball court. 
He's that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's, he's that like guy. that. There's a difference between guy? there's a difference between interest and commitment when it comes to this. And he don't want this. He's just oh interested. God. I'm committed. I'm just saying when I'll this season starts, you, you best be ready. Facts. I don't want to hear no yo, sub I, sub. Yo, I, yo, you, I need one. Yo, yeah, Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, Apple Watch pings every day because I'm about that. You you see me getting it in. I ain't seen nothing. Nothing today, but you'll see it in, in a couple of hours. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. I'm oh, that's that. did we, right. Did we talk about did we talk about um uh courtside Karen? Oh, no, we, we didn't, but before we talk Ooh. about her, yep. I want to highlight that it was supposed to be in North Carolina again, Luke. Yeah, the all-star game, but they lost all their, their all-star game because they made it illegal to have trans people to use their bathrooms. Of the gender which they identify with, I remember seeing some because mm. I remember North Carolina was supposed to get one too. So it was I did. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Mm. Damn. Yeah, I remember Steph Curry talking about that actually because he's from North Carolina, right? But then, what, yeah. where, where did Jake Cole perform at? He did. I thought that was in Charlotte. There was in Charlotte at one point. Well, well, because was it? Um, Corsair Karen. Y'all want to touch on Corsair Karen? What Leave the king said. alone. Leave the king alone. What was said? Leave the king alone. And to everybody saying that LeBron was punk bitching or whatever, you've seen this dude, the dude he was talking to, or the, the guy that LeBron was chirping with, the husband of courtside Karen, he's like has a personal vendetta against LeBron. Mm. Like he's like since LeBron was in Miami and like has constantly been he like he flagrant with it on social media and whatnot. So, you know, people just got to understand the story and the backstory between what's going on before they see it happen. Also, I work at a stadium um, and I've seen people get tossed out for less. It is so easy to get tossed out of stadium. And trust me, if you think LeBron telling somebody I could when I work, I'm a vet day staff at, at, at Fenway Park. I can point at somebody and say they need to get they need to get tossed. And they'll toss them. Wow. So if LeBron says, yo, get this person out of here, what do you think is going to happen? Do you got clout like that? Yeah, I got clout like that. <laughs> he runs it. <laughs> yo, you got a dude, bro. I see you. I see you. But I'm just saying the, the fact that people think that it's crazy for a player that people, oh, my God, LeBron got her tossed out. It happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. It happens more than you would think. And, and it happens with people who aren't even star players. Yeah. Like, so... <laughs> well, and didn't he say he said in the interview after though that he didn't even think it warranted the the fans being tossed out he said something along yeah. the lines of like i enjoy that banter like i miss having the fans like i was having fun messing around with the dude and then he said like i didn't think it warranted you know, i think i think lebron was playing coy probably at the same time at the same time when you watch the video they asked they clearly asked lebron like who is it and he's like yo it's that old steroid head ass like <laughs> yeah, I mean, he Literally pointed him out, out the, but yeah, he yeah, pointed him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently, dude. So, and then, and then again, because he's LeBron, it's like you don't. If LeBron points, you do. You don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't go and say, "Oh, well, yeah. what's going on?" It's, yeah. He nods his head. It's all right. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Rashawn? My fault. No, I, I, I was. I think I was reading somewhere that the dude that was thrown out was like a Trump supporter. Um, as well, but I mean that in comparison to like you see Russell Westbrook like cussing out like 
fans Marcus, and stuff. Marcus, Marcus Smart, too, Marcus man. Smart too. Yeah. So Marcus I'm just like, that's that's nothing in comparison. I felt like he. he, 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 he <laughs> again? That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> he did throw somebody. Yo, yo, with that story, off the off the rip thought right here. You ever play the race car just to play the race car real quick? Just get out to of make sure you still got it. <laughs> just get out of situation, <laughs> right? right there, Marcus Smart was like, "Yo, he called me the N word." Because he realized that draft was coming up. He was like, "Oh, his character concerns me." Yo, yo, true story. Sidebar off the rip thought that happened when we was at We Luck. We was getting we played Emerson College. We was getting twenty piece, and I was tight. And I hit this kid. And then the ref like teed me up. He teched me up, and I said, "Yo, he called me a nigga." Like. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's probably listening to podcast. Yo, I knew this was the kid was Kid looked at me shocked. I was like, "Nah, you gonna have to hold, hold this L, bro." Like, I just had to take my anger out on somebody, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, this happened to me once too. At um, I was at UMass Amherst, bro. It was me and my roommate at the time. <laughs> we were waiting to sign sign into. You have to sign into the dorms, and so yeah. at a certain time, just because that's how they keep track of people, make make sure it's safe. So we're waiting to sign in. There's some drunk dude harassing the poor lady who's who's signing people in. It's like three in the morning. Like she's just doing her job and he's giving her a hard time. So I started laughing at him. He turns around at me. He's like, yo, what are you, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, you douchebag. And then the dude tries to rush me. So I pin him, I pick him up, I'll put him on the wall. And before I put him, before I could do anything else, my roommate um comes over my shoulder, starts decking the dude in the face, yo. Just punching him in the face while I'm holding him on the wall. And then uh, someone's like, yo, the cops are coming. So we drop the dude. We run up the stairs, but then the cops catch us. And the cop's like, yo, were you just in that altercation? And I'm like, honestly, officer, you called me the N-word, and I lost it. I'm sorry. Like, the, after you said the N-word, I didn't know what to I, – I just, I just blanked. And the officer's like, oh, oh, okay. These are white dudes. They're like, uh, well, uh. You have a good night then. You have a good night. You, you, you good? You're good now. I'm like, officer. I'm sorry, man. And he's like, okay. Well, uh, you have a good night. <laughs> like, yeah, we ain't writing this shit up. <laughs> yeah. See, I pulled it. I pulled the card, but the kid also deserved it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. The kid deserved it. Anyways, Reem Reem's smiling right now because he, you know, he got uh, he he wants to talk about some some music that just dropped. You see him? He just kind of oh, licked yeah. his lips a little yeah. bit. Yo, give give Reem the oh, rock yeah. and let him ISO. Go ahead. <laughs> let me call this ISO real quick. Let me take advantage right now. So we got we, we got the Queen. We got Cardi. We got Cardi dropping some new music. Some some, some new music, fellas. Have you heard it yet? Has anybody? Have you not heard it? Are you under a rock? What are you doing? Are you not listening to this? Nobody listen to Cardi. Man, it is like. The notice ready when she posts new music. Talking about get like a notification on Apple Music anytime she drops something. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Do you you not have your stuff set up? What's wrong with you? Go figure out your life. Pause. If you listen to the podcast, take a second. Go to Apple Music. Go to Spotify. If you still listen to Title, I guess you can go to Title. Go listen to Up, please. It will change your life. Party, that, dropping new music. Take a listen, you, fellas. That's all you got. That's all I got. <laughs> nothing, nothing more needs to be said. Though. That's the thing, you know. Nothing more needs to be said. Just yep. who's it's Cardi? It's Cardi. It's it's Balenciaga Cardi. I mean, what what more do you want from me? What more do you want from Cardi? All right. That, that's all. That's all you need. That's all you need in your life. According to Hot New Hip Hop, 
Cardi B's a biter. Hot what? Hot new hip hop's lying. Stop playing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. So, so <laughs> sounds no, like but... a credible source. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. But Mook, you before we started recording, you talked about what did you say? You said something about Big Sean and Jenego. Oh. Can you, can you so, talk? What'd you say? So yesterday we had a conversation. Um, I wanted to get you guys' opinions on this. We um, said somebody had posted something on on Facebook that said Cardi, no, that Janae Aiko and Big Sean could beat Cardi B and Takeoff in a versus battle. And I said that was completely false because Cardi B would just carry the whole show. <laughs> I mean, she'd have to, right? <laughs> I mean, Offset has music. He could just use take, all wait, his take off or Take off or Offset? Oh, Offset, Offset. I said Take okay. Off. You did say yeah, Take you said Off. Take off. Like, who, oh. who is a, the, one of the more talented? But but I think Big Sean on. and Janae are the, the more talented, but it just pains me to, like, you have to give it to Cardi and, and Offset because see, of See, I see what you guys did. You waited for our guy D to take a little, <laughs> little break, and then you want to talk about Little Sean. Yeah, I'm we, not gonna let it happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm not let it happen. Exactly. I'm gonna hold down the fort while D's gone, but okay. Little Sean is not is not bodying nobody. Yo, uh, first of well, all, I right? said Cardi first B's winning the match. First of all, well, I'm not, not, I'm not you... Mook. You right. You right, Mook. Yo, I'm talking yo, shiz over ring, here. Ring. I'm not gonna let you disrespect Big Sean and call him Little Sean. We're not gonna. You, you're not gonna. <laughs> Got a little Sean, little extra small Sean. Sean, extra small Sean, <laughs> medium Sean, medium. <laughs> honestly, no, no, no. For real, all jokes aside, though, Reem, who is Cart? You saying Cardi B and Offset are more talented than Janae Aiko and Big Sean? Yo, who the yo yo, yo. shut the yo D. Yo, yo, thank, you. Gonna, yo. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yo, yo, oh, hold up a second. Hold on a move, second. Move, fuck. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, gotta go. <laughs> Leave chat. D D D. No, 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 no. What are they talking about? Shut up. What are they really talking about right now? They trying to they trying to tell me that Cardi B and Offset would get. What's the word you use? I more said talented. More I talented said they're more than talented than Little I said, Sean no, no, and Jenny. No, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. We didn't say more just, talented. I, I said, said they have better music. No, no, I think no, Janae Aiko and Big Sean, as a collective group, I believe, are more talented. Yeah, yes. but because of Janae Aiko. That's yes. And Big Sean, shut up. No, I'm gonna no, no. need Aiko. you. I'm gonna need you to stop disrespecting this fans, bro. Janae Aiko is the better artist. In that relationship, yes. So better yeah, artists, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. so I think they'll. I uh, like talent. If you told them motherfuckers to sit oh, down, I would rather. And, I would rather listen to Janae Aiko and Big Sean thank than you. I would. That's, that, that's all I needed Cardi to hear. B. But I said I would much rather listen to in Janae a versus Aiko. battle. They'll get washed but because, because I'd much rather listen to Janae Aiko. That's why. This motherfucker, bro. <laughs> to listen to Offset. Over honestly, honestly, for our audience and for y'all, bro, if y'all didn't listen Yo, hold to, hold on, Mook has the really good. Mook has the really good question. What he's making me argue. He's making me argue for my man's right now. Yeah. I would rather listen to Big Sean than I would listen to. Yeah, okay, here we go. That's let's all we got. It. Oh, that's all let's I needed. That's all I needed. I would. Yo, um, I'm sorry. Man. If y'all listen to Janae's, uh, what's the the Tiny Desk thing, the NPR? Yeah. Oh my God. The most just, recent joint that she put out. It just kind of bothered me that she didn't have shoes on, though. 
she never well, has she just looks she's always she, she looks like yeah, she walks this around wind, without any quarantine shoes on, like dirty ass floor you just walking around in a in a <laughs> she did look like she was at a vfw post i ain't gonna exactly. hold you bro she looked like she was over there at she was american right on american legion, legion. <laughs> 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 so we'll say it looked or like that Rito. <laughs> look like janae Iko don't shower every day yo nah, she probably doesn't she probably uses like natural smells <laughs> That shit is jokes. Uh, <laughs> sages her armpits, and that's good. That's it. That's good for her. Nah, but anyway, she, she flips her underwear inside out. Cardi looks like she still goes to like bodegas and oh like <laughs> vegan stores. That is nasty. <laughs> looks like she still double park outside. <laughs> Yo, don't laugh at that, Rashawn. Rashawn had a few of those. Yo, chill. <laughs> Yo, Edgar, edit that shit out. Yo, that used to be Rashawn's jam, bro. I don't Yo. know what he's talking about. Still working at Chili's three years later. Yo, same position. No managerial upgrade, nothing. Oh, you still a waitress at Applebee's? Word. Still, nah, nah. She went from the 99 to Applebee's, bro. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> Now, is that an upgrade or is that a downgrade? I don't that's know. What, that's, that's what we call a, a side lateral movement, I guess. It's a defensive slide, it's, nigga. It's a hardened step back. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Woo. Uh. Rashad got choked out on a beach. <laughs> Oh, man. He loves bringing this shit up. Ooh. He loves it. Ooh, my bad. Any chance he can. <laughs> Honestly, I probably deserved the shit too. You know, yeah, so, you probably know. did. Probably, no one shits. You probably did. That's good oh, self-reflection. Just like you when trying to beat shit. up the mission. He trying to. <laughs> Yo, go ahead, Mook. What you say, Mook? <laughs> you ain't gonna be shit. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. That was not a not a good shiz moment. Honestly, to this day, I'm like, damn, that's it's kind of fucked up. Have you ever apologized for it? I think I no, I did. I did. Okay, I'm just when? making sure. No, I did. When? In when? The, when I was when? I was in the when? bathroom. He thought about when? it. He thought about I it. I did. No. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> she started crying, bro. That shit was crazy. Because you just uh, said you called it not shit. You said she's not worth shit and she's never gonna be shit. <laughs> he sound like don't be a menace. He's the dreams of the suckers. Uh, yo. <laughs> nah, wait, 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 wait. I wanna take you. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's sec? What's sec, Reem? We watched Malcolm and uh Marie yesterday with uh Zendaya and um Denzel John Washington's David, son. John David Washington. John David Washington. We watched that yesterday. There was one thing that he said. I said, damn, this motherfucker is mean. And then I said, hold up. I said some shit like this before. <laughs> In a past relationship. I'm like, yo, it, yeah, but. I want to take this time to recognize the maturity of Shiz because you be doing some wild, wild, wild shit when I first met you. Oh now, man! Now you're engaged. This shit. So this is this is great. <laughs> Going through a lot. I've this I've grown, great. man. It's it's been a rites of passage, bro. I'm becoming a man. Nah, it still this comes out. Every, it still comes out every now and then. Like when you try to beat up the Michelin Man at LA Fitness. 
Well, I mean, it's, that oh, was... No, it wasn't but Mission, but was, it was Harry Potter. <laughs> it was Harry Potter. It was like Ron Artest running into the crowd and said, I can't fuck this nigga up, but I know I can fuck definitely beat this nigga's ass. It was like when Ron Artest, when the, dude, when, the dude, when the dude threw the bear at Ron Artest, he got up. He said, who threw that? The, the strong muscle head nigga was like, it was me. He said, nah, I'm going after this bitch, right? <laughs> oh, man, though. That was one of the funniest moments of my life. Yeah, I don't care yeah. for it. Just be looking for it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm hooping with y'all, dog. Miss hooping with y'all Yo. too, man. Like Reem, like I said, you're gonna have to catch this work one of these days. Um but never in your life. Nah, honestly, it, hasn't happened, honestly, it hasn't happened yet. Playing with Mook, I love playing with Mook because Mook somehow knows where I'm gonna pass it. I know I throw some wild passes. Like, like where the fuck did that shit like how is that gonna work? But Mook somehow catches it, it makes it look good. Bro, it's our chemistry's ridiculous out here. <laughs> Especially when it's me, Reem, and D on one team. Yeah. Oh, bro. I see what you did there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, nah, but honestly though, we were talking about that yesterday. Um, man, just the co-ed league, and we just I, I can't wait until that shit opens up, bro, because it is something just to just to play with y'all and before even Mook was in the in the equation, like when we were at WeLog, bro, we was busting, you know. Yeah, we was busting. Y'all know I wasn't doing anything, and y'all never hit me to come. Yo, I didn't even yeah, know that's you a fact. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a that's fact. That's a fact for the world. Yeah, that's, that's on shiz. That's a fact. That's a fact. Nah, man. Nah, we gotta get Trevor on the squad now. Yeah, we gotta get Trevor on the squad. He's For a sure. part of the fam now, so he got to yeah. be a part now. Trev's part oh, look of the at fam. the background. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. Yeah, bro. D, well, close us out. Thank you for listening. Wherever you're listening, do that thing, you know, where you like, subscribe, download, whatever. Just keep engaging <laughs> with us and supporting us, supporting the crew, the vision, the mission. And uh, thank you again, again, again for listening. It's been another episode of Off the Rip. It's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game ain't fair. I don't make the rules. But if you break free and nobody care, the worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. How the fuck I